and good evening to you, Hampton Roads, Tidewater Region, Northern North Carolina, internet listeners everywhere. Welcome to tonight's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. You're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial here in Hampton Roads. You can also find us at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. This is the broadcast where we break down, discuss, and offer insight into the dynamics of marriage and family relationships with the mission being to help restore, rebuild, and perfect those very marriage and family relationships. Listen, I'm continuing the series on women's issues tonight. And uh, over the last few weeks, I've discussed several women's issues. I've discussed women and their views of themselves. I've discussed the role of a mother and a father in a girl's growth and development. And I think that is so key and crucial. It is unimaginably key, unimaginably crucial. And that's where I want to spend some time tonight talking about the results of that and the outcome of, of having or not having uh, the right role played by a mother and the father, because the mother and the father are girls' primary teachers and role models. Regardless of what the times say, regardless of what society says, what women's lib says, regardless of all of that, or, or regardless what any other segment says about the issue, the ideal for any little girl is to grow up in the home uh, uh that has the loving care provided by an attentive mother and father. That's just the bottom line. You don't have to convince me that everybody is not privy to such a blessing. You don't have to convince me that everybody doesn't have that going on in their life. That You don't have to convince me of that. Listen to what I said. God's ideal is that a little girl would grow up in a home where there's the presence of a loving father and mother to model and share and extend love to her. Uh, the primary role of that father is to validate that little girl and, and show her the meaning and application of love and, and give her security and provision. And the primary responsibility of that mother is to model womanhood and teach that little girl how to manage relationships and friendships and to help her to instill in herself a sense of self-worth and to understand beauty and her own inner beauty as well as her exterior beauty. A mother models and teaches that little girl class and dignity and how to extend and how to receive love. So there are some things that deserve attention and should be adhered to. And these are some, the important role of the mother and the father in the life of a growing girl. And so I'm going to restate this a couple of times tonight. So just get used to hearing. There is a crucial role that a mother and the father plays in the life of their young daughter. Cannot overestimate that. Cannot and you cannot underestimate that. That's just a fact and that's just the truth. So, so why am I making such a big deal out of this? Why does this really matter? Why should anybody be concerned about this? i tell you why. Because it, 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 it's because that, that little girl is going to grow into a woman. And whatever baggage she picks up from her childhood on, She's going to carry that baggage into her adult relationships. 
And whatever she misses from her childhood on becomes baggage and she's going to be missing something in her adult relationships. Whatever she doesn't have enough of as a little girl, she's not going to have enough of as a grown woman in her adult relationships. Whatever she doesn't have enough of, or whatever she has too much of by way of personality or attitude or disposition, she will have either too much of it or either too little of it in her adult relationships. That's how important this particular subject is. That's the importance of the crucial role that a mother and a father plays in the life of this little girl. They both come together to love on that little girl, to nourish and to cherish and to grow and to model and, and give her and walk her by the hand into womanhood. They both play such a crucial role. And whatever she's missing as that little girl growing up, she's going to be missing it in her adult relationships. By the same token, if she gets too much of something, because you know it is possible that a mother and the father will spoil the little girl. And I know a father will spoil the little girl. I don't know myself because I have four sons, but my wife always tells me that I would be uh, a head over heels wrapped around the finger by my daughter if we had one. And, and I tell you, I've got a bunch of spiritual daughters all over the world, and they are so precious to my wife and I. And the way that they extend love to us and the way that we extend love to them and, and the covenant relationships that we share, I can understand how easily it would be for a father to spoil a daughter. But truth be told, whatever she's missing from childhood, it's going to become baggage in her adult relationships. Whatever she gets too much of in childhood, that too may become baggage in her adult relationships. Let, let me show you what I mean. Let me show you what I'm talking about here. Take a young lady in her early to mid twenties. She's dated two or three young men and none of these relationships are working out. And she says it's because they all had some serious flaws in the character and she just couldn't trust them. The first question to ask is why does she keep selecting men that she can't trust? As a matter of fact, she has an extremely hard time trusting men at all. Where does she get such an idea that no man can be trusted? It may have something to do with the fact that her mother and her father divorced when she was four years old. The divorce was bitterly contested and it had a whole lot of anger rolling around in the marriage prior to, during, and after divorce. So from the age of four, this young lady is is she's parented by a single mother a divorced mother she's raised by a single mother who's full of hurt she's been hurt really badly by at least one man and now she's being raised by a man who's uh, by a woman who's angry with a man and that energy is going to be poured into the little girl 
And this young lady, she's 25 or she's 26 now. So for the last 20 years, her mother's been telling her that men are dogs. Men can't be trusted. Don't trust them. She's just, she's just dogged out men. She's been hearing this for 20 years. So 20 years, her mother's been telling her that men are dogs. They can't be trusted. They're going to hurt you. But 20 years, her mother's been telling her they never keep their word. Her mother's just dogged out her father for the last 20 years. And that was the man who was responsible to teach her how to be loved and to validate her womanhood. And he hasn't been in her life. So she's missed a whole lot. And now when she enters her adult relationships, she's missing what the mother and the father were ideally supposed to provide her. The result, this little girl grows into a woman with a warped sense of female male relationships. Hmm. And that's how it happens, folks. Or maybe there's a little girl whose father neglected her and never told her how beautiful she was. Her father never validated her with his love and affection. Her father may have even hit her and knocked her around a little bit from time to time and never told the little girl he loved her. This little girl did grow into a teenager. She grew into a teenager who knew one thing about herself. She wasn't sure about herself. She didn't feel good about herself, but she understood that her body was an asset and she could use that asset to get what she didn't get from her father. So this little girl became an adolescent who dressed in skimpy clothes to draw attention to herself. She became promiscuous, engaging in sex with other teenage boys, trying to find love, still searching for that validation from a man, from a father figure. And even in her later teen years, even in her later teen years, she, she, she even dibble dabbled in sex with older men, still trying to feel love still trying to feel cared for, still looking for nurturing, still looking for validation, still wanting a father figure to wrap his arms around her and say that I love you. She was on a quest to gain the attention from men that she never got from her father. Hmm, that's worth thinking about. I'm trying to make the point that a mother and a father play a crucial role in the life of a little girl. I was thinking about this particular subject Sunday night, and I happened to uh, turn the TV channel and tune into a movie called Life. Uh, the title was Life, and in the movie, a young man and his wife, they had some marital problems, and the marital problems they couldn't handle. They didn't have the tools to handle them. They both were insecure. They both were suspicious, and because both of them missed something growing up, and it became access baggage in their adult marital relationship. So when they could no longer handle the problems, when they could no longer uh, manage the marital stress, it all blew up and they separated. Their situation was not helped because of the wife's mother. When they separated, the wife brought her mother to live with her to help her with the children. She was pregnant at the time of the separation and already had a child, so she brought her mother into the picture. And the mother continued to insert herself into the daughter's marriage and kept feeding the daughter lies and innuendo about the daughter's husband. Why? Because the mother had been badly hurt by her husband who divorced her. And now she's a bitter middle-aged woman 
who's been hurt by a man. I don't know what happened in the divorce. The, the movie didn't go into that. But she's full of anger. She's full of hurt because her own marriage didn't work out. And so she's going to pass that anger, that hurt, that bitterness to her daughter in the form of the advice and the guidance that she gave her. And the mother and the daughter had a relationship with such that the daughter would listen to nearly anything that the mother said. And so uh, uh, the daughter's insecurities gave life to her mother's lies and schemes. In other words, the daughter was so insecure about her own self that what the mother would tell her, the lies that she would tell her, the schemes that the mother would concoct, they took on a life of their own in the mind of the daughter. The mother took this approach because she had been hurt so badly by her former husband. You can't get back at your former husband by passing negative energy on to your children. All right? So the, the mother was so overcome by bitterness and anger and hurt and insecurity that she couldn't be a help to her daughter in her daughter's time of need. Hmm. That's worth restating. The mother was so overcome by bitterness and anger, hurt and insecurity and rage that she couldn't even help her daughter in her daughter's hour of need. You know, even in her adulthood, this daughter still needed a mother to model womanhood for her. But what she got was a mother who was so blinded by her own emotional damage that she couldn't see her daughter's needs. The mother was so angry at her own was so angry and, and over 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 the disappointment of her broken divorce that she couldn't see how her interference in her daughter's life was hurting her daughter more than helping her daughter. It's something you can be so blinded by your own hurt that you can't see that you're hurting others in your life with whom you have a relationship. Hmm. You know, and, and what the mother was missing and what she couldn't help the daughter see is that a relationship with a man requires a high degree of connectedness. That connectedness is going to be spiritual, emotional, psychological, even intellectual. But the, the, the relationship between a man and a woman requires a high degree of connectedness. And when the little girl misses the vital roles played by the mother and the father, she misses gaining and learning the tools that give her the ability to form the necessary connectedness in her adult relationships. And this is true whether the relationship is romantic, it's a family relationship, it's a work relationship, or it's friendship. <coughs> Not only is it a romantic relationship with a boyfriend and a husband, but she needs these tools for her brothers. She needs these tools because she's going to work with men on the job. She needs these tools because she's going to have friendships, possibly be, possibly with men, certainly with women. So the role that the mother and the father play is through their interaction, they help her learn and obtain the tools necessary to form the connectedness in adult relationships. My brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Marriage and Family Clinic this evening. 
You're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial in Hampton Road. We're so glad to have you. As always, I need you to do me that favor. Reach out to me. Email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. Inbox me on Facebook, Bishop Carl Hodges. Or if you want to hear this broadcast or any of the others, you can go to iTunes and search The C.D. Hodges' Podcast. The C.D. Hodges' Podcast. Or if you look on your smart devices, excuse me, I'm getting a little choked there. If you look on your smart devices, you have that purple podcast icon. Click on that and search the C.D. Hodges' podcast. You'll find us there. You'll definitely find us. So we're talking about male-female relationships, and we're talking about the relationship that women have with men. And I'm trying my best to come from a formative angle in the female. I'm not trying to be an expert on the female. I'm trying to give you a clue, just a little bit of insight into some of the difficulties that a female may form uh, as a child in her adult relationships. All right. So when a little girl misses those vital roles that are played by the mother and the father, or when the sanctity of her relationships is violated, she may very well develop a warped view of what it means to be in a relationship. She may not be able to define a healthy relationship she may be prone to enter unhealthy relationships with men and stay in them longer than she has to, longer than she should, longer than is healthy. What do I mean by that? This is how a lot of women, not every not every case, but this is how a lot of women end up in abusive relationships. The man is warped in his sensibilities already because he is an abuser. But because the woman missed out on the vital role played by the mother and the father, or if the mother and the father even were present, but they didn't extend their love to her in the necessary way, she didn't obtain those tools to help her discern and determine what is a healthy relationship. She missed what's required. To help her determine what is and what is not a healthy relationship. So this little girl misses these crucial roles played by mother and father. She grows into a woman who's disadvantaged in her adult relationships. She grows into a woman who's crippled in her communications with men. Again, whether that be romantic, family, or professional. She's crippled in her communication. She may interpret and, 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 and sense that signs from men are not what they really are. A little girl who misses these crucial roles played by the mother and the father grows into a woman who's disadvantaged in her adult relationships. I can't stress it enough. The little girl grows into a woman who's emotionally immature. Her emotional age does not match her chronological age. She misreads signs. If her divorced mother has fed her nothing but negative talk about her father, and if her father has not been involved in her life, she may very well develop an unhealthy view of romantic relationships. And that very well may include fear of closeness. And if she doesn't get help getting to the bottom of her issues, she's going to end up growing into a bitter angry, old, lonely woman, just like the mother in the movie. 
but she can't maintain relationships. She can't manage closeness. She can't deal with closeness. That's just the bottom line, folks. And I don't mean to paint an overly grim picture. I want you to keep in mind something that we passed to you a couple of weeks ago. Everybody exists on a continuum. So she's going to be whatever it is she missed, whatever it is she got too much of. If she didn't get enough of what she needed, then she may not be dead center of the continuum of life. She may exist somewhere to the left or the far left. She may exist somewhere to the right or to the far right. It just depends on the degree of how much she missed growing up at any rate she's going to grow up disadvantaged in her adult relationships if she doesn't get help she's going to become a bitter old woman and there are not many things as unfortunate as a bitter angry old lonely woman who passes those negative emotions on to the next generation i hope i don't sound like i'm being I am not. I really want to paint this picture to impress upon our minds and our hearts that we need parents involved in the lives of their daughters and their sons also. Just wait till a couple of weeks from now when I talk about sons growing up. We need parents involved in their lives. If you are a woman who identifies with what I'm saying this evening, I want you to know that there is help. A lot of help. And help is easy to find. You can begin by helping yourself. As a matter of fact, you must begin by helping yourself. And it's not rocket science. And you can look up on the internet and find help. Go to YouTube and find some help with this problem. Help yourself. I want to share some steps with you that I think will help move you along this process of help. And I want you to get this. The first thing you need to do is evaluate the relationships in your life. Evaluate your current and your past relationships. Examine your relationship patterns. Begin with your father. Did you have a father? Was your father involved in your life? Was your father home? Was your father away? Was he available to you? How did he treat you? Did he love you? Did he hold you? Did he hug you? Did he give you validating language to build your self-esteem? What was going on between you and your father? Do you even know who your father is? How did he treat you? What are your best memories of your father? What are your worst memories of your father? How far back can you carry those memories? Do you remember being a four-year-old rocking on your daddy's lap as he sang to you and told you how much he loved you? Do you remember not even being introduced to your father until you were 13 years old? What do you remember? And what is the current state of your relationship with your father? Do you know him? Do you have a relationship at all? You got to ask yourself these same questions about your brothers and any other man in your life. What's your relationship with your brother's life? If you examine your relationships, if evaluate your relationships with men and you see that they routinely fall apart 
If you see that they're routinely hostile, if you have a hostile relationship with your father, a hostile relationship with your brothers, a hostile relationship with men that you work with. I know a lot of women in the military and military men and women, they transfer and transition from duty station to duty station every three, four, five years or so. Now, if you have hostile relationships with men and your duty station in California, and then you have hostile relationships with men at your duty station on the East Coast and hostile relationships with men at your duty station overseas, guess what? It may not be the man. It may be that you missed something in your childhood that was crucial to you learning how to handle relationships. And what you miss has become baggage in your adult relationships. So look in the mirror and really deal with yourself honestly. How do I feel about me? What's going on in my relationships with men? Where is my father? What role did or does my father continue to play in my life? Ask yourself these questions. Have an honest discussion with yourself. That's where you begin. Having an honest discussion with yourself. You might even look at the other women in your family. What has happened in their relationships with men? If you have several women in your family and they all have been divorced, you might want to pay attention to that. It could be meaningful. I wish I had time to deal with that. Now, if a woman goes through this exercise, you can begin to cover uncover hidden issues. If you do this honestly, you very well may begin to uncover hidden issues and, and you can easily discover some, some similar difficulties in all of these relationships. I always find that I'm, I have hostile relationships. I always find that once I get to a certain level in a relationship, it falls apart. I always find you can see some similarities in all of these relationships, be it your husband, your, your, your father, your brothers, or in your profession. Those similarities mean that that's an area in your life that deserves attention. Pay attention to it. Be honest with yourself. Pay attention to it. A woman should not be afraid of seeking the assistance of a counselor. You know, I don't want to scare you. And I know certain sectors of our society, Africans, Americans in particular, we don't particularly like seeking professional uh, mental health care. But you seek medical health care, uh, you should be willing to seek mental health care if necessary, whether it be a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or a professional counselor, whatever the case may be. Once you come into contact with those difficult areas, once they're revealed, you need to see a counselor. Or maybe you need to see a counselor so they can help you reveal them, help expose those difficult areas, because you're definitely going to need to talk through them. Talking about some of your memories with your father and other male relationships, uh, it can uncover some painful information. Now, let me be honest with you. It can uncover some painful information, but it's necessary in order to move forward. It's necessary in order to break the stranglehold that your past has on you. Now, the counseling can be scary also because you, you, you probably didn't know that these past experiences were buried so deep inside and locked away in your subconscious. You probably didn't know, you probably won't know that these past experiences have energized your unhealthy attitudes and behaviors. 
and that has affected your relationships with males and females alike. You probably don't know that those past experiences left you with some emotional baggage and your unhealthy attitudes and behaviors are actually reflections of how you feel about yourself. You, 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 you just don't feel good about yourself and your self-worth, but it can be uh, uh, traced back to those past experiences. An important thing for a woman to have in her life is an older seasoned mentoring woman who can help you clarify your relationships, help you practice healthy ways of interacting with men and women, who can call you on your issues. This older wise woman in your life, she can help you see different and more appropriate perspectives on the matters of life. And here's another important role for the older mentoring woman to play in your life. The relationship that the older mentoring woman forms with the younger woman can help the younger woman rediscover her self-worth. She needs to believe and know that she's worthy of love. It's safe to love. She can love and she can be loved. And this begins with someone ministering God's love to her in an unconditional way. In this relationship, the younger woman can discuss with the older mentoring woman the seasons of a woman's life. They can explore and talk through their perceptions of how men think and how women think. The older woman can help the younger woman when she starts to act out of her pain. She knows when the young woman is acting out of her pain because her attitude and behavior, they're just not realistic. They're destructive, not constructive. They don't match what God says about her. They're negative rather than positive. The older mentoring woman can certainly help the younger woman learn to live a life of integrity, self-care, self-respect, and other respect. She can help her learn to honor herself and carry herself her, in her body language, her verbal language, her dress, her public deportment. Where all those areas of life are concerned, this older mentoring woman can help the young woman. If you pay attention to what I'm describing here, I'm actually describing the functions of a mother in the mentoring you didn't have a mother then, but you can have a mother figure now later in life. Listen, I'm just about out of time here. I am actually out of time. I'm sorry my time has gone by so far. I'm not finished, but I'm just going to have to close out. Uh, uh, just keep in mind, as your relationship grows stronger, you will learn that God has a wonderful design for your life. Hey, you've been tuned into Marriage and Family Clinic uh, this week on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial here in Hampton Roads. We're going to be looking for you next week at the same time. You can tune in to www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. Listen, don't forget, email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com or inbox me on Facebook. And if you want to hear this or any other broadcast, you can search iTunes and that Purple Podcast app on your smart device. Search the CD Hodges' podcast. Listen, it's so good to have been with you. We're out here. God bless you. And remember, you can't have peace without surrendering your life to the Prince of Peace. We'll see you.